Thank you so much, BBS. So here we are at it again on the Wednesday evening. Questions and answers with the Elohim. The Elohim is a group show that participates from the other side of the veil. They are energetic beings. And we have our dear friend Terry Brown, who is located in Sedona, Arizona, who has figured out a way to get in contact with those beings as well from the Ra group and the Elohim group. And it's able to translate what they're saying. It is pretty amazing. And on this episode, the one-hour show tonight, you have the opportunity to submit a question or email to questions at intelligence-infinity.com and Winfrey, also located in Sedona, Arizona, is the man in charge who submits those questions live here on the conference call, simulcast with this radio show, and you will hear the answer. Thank you all for being here. Today it is May 25th, 2022. And we had a few people joined in. Welcome to you all here. If you want to, complete the say your name and location. Damananda. Welcome, Damananda. Also Don in Northern Ohio. Hi, Ice, everybody. Good evening, Don. Welcome. Thanks. And we wait for more people to... Join in, and for Winfrey and Terry Brown to present themselves. As we are right now at the clock of six specific time. And I want to mention to you folks listening in on BBS Radio Online that after this one-hour questions and answers, we go over to another conference call, which is our daily whole planet healing gathering, and BBS will also call in to that show, so at 7 p.m. Pacific, and for one hour broadcast whole planet healing. What we do is we gather as a group, we create a group energy, we create a protective space, we have some information being read from past channeling, we have somebody who goes over the current state of the planet. Hey, Wynn, welcome. It's Wynn in Sedona. I didn't hear you ding. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for being there. Take through the tango. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> and a, good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Yes, John from Las Vegas. Good evening, John. Welcome. Well, hi, sir. And to continue about uh, whole planet healing, so we have it's actually Jennifer who studies the daily state of the planet in relation to earthquakes and volcanic activity 
He goes over the world map, points out those areas where there is activity, and then as the group consciousness, we send it calming energy. We also will open up the phone line and give you Good evening, welcome to the conference call, please name a location. Ken, Mr. Saga. Welcome, Ken. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Well, and I'm, then trying back to create, I'm trying to create more energy, right? I'm that's actually good, at work, good. and I'm just finishing off. I'm kind of finishing this, but I'm listening while I'm... <laughs> All I'm right. I was talking to the audience on BBS on the whole planet healing, so we... Uh, we have a group energy during whole planet healing, and then we send calming energies to those areas where there is volcanic or earthquake activity to bring this calming energy to Mother Earth. And also, we open up the phone line so all of you have the opportunity to put issues that come to your mind into this field of energy, of calming, of improvement. And after that, when there's a planetary scan where we visualize those issues that are being mentioned by him to be surrounded by love and light for calming for a better, most greatest outcome in service of the greatest and highest good of all concerned. And someone else joined in on the phone line. Welcome. If you want to, feel free to say a name and location. Roger in Austin. Good evening, Welcome, Roger. Roger. Thanks for being here. Hi, hi, hi. All right. Yeah, so I just uh, left a message for Fred to clear or heal uh, Terry Brown. All right. Because I haven't heard from him in a while. I uh, I sent uh, Terry some information about some drops that I think will help her. Um, if you have a dripping, uh, like she's coughing, she, what it'll do is it'll um, some nose spray with oregano and bay leaf and. Um, well, and one of the problems was she was she wasn't taking all of her uh, supplements. Oh, okay. Spoke to one of that, and that's what Wynn said. So. She that was uh, she maybe just forgot it. Um, so that's basically one of the things that may have happened. So. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I mean, sometimes allergies will bother or whatever in the area or the building or. She thinks that I thought she said that she, she thought it might be something started to bother her. Allergies started. Her. I don't know. And for those that just joined in online through BBS Radio, happy Wednesday. Thank you for being here. And I want to give you one more time the email address that you can submit questions for email for this evening's question and answer conference call. The address is question at intelligence dash infinity.com questions at intelligence dash infinity.com 
I welcome the next caller. We appreciate your presence. So, Vin, is Terry able to do her weekly task? Uh, yeah, just one, one second. All right. Just a second. I mean, what we're doing here, and, and you know, every day and with a different conference call, this is an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing, and, and you know, myself, I'm pretty integrated with it over the years, and, uh, you know, I count my blessings, and I'm super glad that uh, that this is going on. It has really changed my life. Mm -hmm. A total different outlook on what's going on. Thanks, And again, if you just came in, did, did you did you pick up that spray by chance? Or try it out. I, who are you talking to, Ken? When? When? Yeah, I, I sent him okay. an email, and he said, oh, "Look, I'm just curious if you picked it up or tried it." I saw, I saw it. Okay, okay. and uh, it's in my bucket list. Okay. But right, right now, Terry has been so fragile. Okay. I don't think it would be the solution. Okay. Okay. Um, I, mean, no, I, I don't know what her issues are, so I just, I, I'm sure if it was allergies yeah. or more other health issues. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry. Right. And uh, wait a second. We were deciding whether we could do the call today. Okay. A couple of hours ago, I didn't think we could do it. And now she's saying, okay, I'll do it. Right. So, By the way, one, I put a healing thing on Sunday. I think it's helped my friend, actually. He just can't believe it. I've only been messaging. Are you on, Terry? In the hospital. Are you on, Terry? Okay. Yes. Hi. Huh? Yes, Terry uh, is here, so watch out. Stay away from her no. line. We have an echo. Yeah, well, right now I'm staying next to her to give her the energy to do the call. Okay. So uh, you might have to mute her manually, okay? okay? So you want me to mute her right now for a moment? Mute her right, mute her right now, right? Okay. And, and just, you know, uh, if... if I, Turn your volume down, Terry. Don't you have a Don't you have a headset? You have a headset. It is okay. Turn your volume back down. Actually, there is. There is. Oh, hello, Terry. I'm so glad that you're here and willing to do this. Hey. Hello. You're muted. You're muted. I asked. Right. Oh, we hear her. We hear her through your phone. We hear her. Yeah. Terry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we have an echo. Okay. We had another person joining on the phone line. Welcome to you. Please say name and location. But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. 
when you're both muted at this point, if you can, uh, <laughs> I can I cannot advise you what to do. <laughs> I'm going to open up your line, when see what happens. All right. Okay, I, t- I turned Terry's volume down low. Can you hear? Right. Can you hear things, Terry? Yes. And she's trying to put on her headset, but she's been, you know, really uh, out of it today. Wow. Um, is, is it better for her that we rather not um, get her involved with uh, spending too much energy tonight? I was asking you a question. Is it better to keep me from getting too much energy tonight? We love you, Terry. We love you, love you, love you. And, and really, you know, we need to take it, uh, take it easy on you. Thank you. Thank you. And also make sure you, you stand up for yourself, you know? Make sure what? That you stand up for yourself if you're not capable of doing it, say, and not, not this time, yeah. you know? Thank you. We'll see you here. So, so I think I, that we I have guess if she's feeling weak, she can quit early, maybe. That sounds... Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, no, we can. Hold on, Wynn. Are you distance away? Your phone line is open muted now. Can you hear me? Yes, we hear you. So yes, we hear you. I think you you change phone, phones with each other. Okay. okay. Now I hear you. Now I hear you. Okay. 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 But, but we have an, we have an echo from Terry, right? Yes, we do. Okay. So hi, mute hi. Terry. Yeah. Okay. So now you're unmuted, then, right? Hello, Win. Okay, so the other way around. Hold on one second. This time, Win. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. And let's start the tape recording. Win, I, I think it's better that we uh, let Terry rest. Well, I don't think she wants to. Do you want to rest tonight? Maybe I'll do You know what? We'll ask a couple questions, and then I have a uh, replay set up. Or sometimes, sometimes I can answer questions, and I'll try to do my best if I think I can answer it. Okay? Some questions I can't answer, but let's see here. Hold on one um, second, because I want to first talk to my sister over here, Mary. Yeah. Do you really want to do this? I'm going to open your phone line. Terry, do you really want to do this? Yeah, I, I really want to, you know, sort that into a couple of questions. I heard you say something. I think you want to do it for a little bit. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. All Actually, right. we don't we don't have a lot of questions for tonight. Okay. Right. So keep it easy, my sister. All right. So we'll do. Um, we'll do let me do the phone line first, Wim. Hold on one second. 
Muted. You're close together still. I have both of your phone lines open right now. Okay. Can you hear me? I think yes, we hear you. I know echo at this point. So I'm going okay. to start the recorder, okay? Yes. Now, you know, I can, I can manually edit my phone, I think. <laughs> and um, you can just worry about Terry's phone. You dropped out. Are you still there, Ben? Can you hear me? Yeah, hear you now, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so today, today it is May 25th. Here we go. The recording has started. This is May 25th, 2025. Wynn and Terry it's in 20, Sedona. 22. 22, thank you. 525-2022. Wynn and Terry in Sedona, Arizona. And um, this is a call that we usually do where people ask questions. They send in questions. And believe it or not, we don't have a lot of questions today. It's good because Terry has really been not well for the past couple of weeks. And today, she was barely conscious. You know, one of the things about Terry, and, and they said this one time, I believe, that a good portion of her is out of the body. And it's one of the reasons she's able to do this work. But the bad part of it is <clears throat> it's hard to keep her grounded in the physical. And um, particularly when she gets ill, uh, it's almost like nobody's home. And um, I've been working on her all day, and we've been doing some things together. and. Uh, and I was almost, it was to the point where I was almost, and I'm still on the verge of should I take her to emergency or not? I'm, I don't want to take her to emergency, and she doesn't want to go to emergency because they're afraid they'll check her in the hospital. And And I think at the moment, because of all these COVID stuff, hospitals are not a safe place to be. And I mean, particularly if, if they decide to diagnose her as COVID, and it's, it's my understanding that, and if you haven't looked at the alternative news, you can look it up. The guy who invented the PCR test said it's not worth a damn testing for COVID. COVID. And um, Elon Musk apparently took four tests in a row on the same day. And two of them came out positive and two of them came out negative. Okay? And I'm very nervous 
about taking to her emergency and getting a COVID test. And and they send her to the hospital and they start treating her for COVID. And then they won't let me be there uh, unless I get a COVID shot, probably. That's a possibility. I don't know. So um, we've been treading water about what to do next. And we did get a, a test on Monday, you know, a blood test. And we're waiting for the results. And um, I'm just not saying anything until, until we see, okay? So uh, usually, Terry and I are in separate rooms when we do these calls. And she gets into her zone by herself, and I don't interfere. Plus, um, we don't have the echo from two phones being on at the same time. But tonight, Heis is going to ride the mute button and see if we can avoid that. And if we do, it'll be good. And uh, uh, let's just see how it works. Terry, are you there? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn it over to Terry, and I'm going to mute myself manually. You know, I, I have Terry through your phone, but not through her own, as he's unmuted on the console. If, can you mute Terry on the console? But she's unmuted currently, so she's muted on her own end, apparently. Oh, unmute your phone, yeah. Okay. We hear you. Okay, now, okay, now I'm going to say I'm something. Gonna say something. And then I'm going to mute myself. Okay, so I'm going to mute, I'm going to mute Teddy right now, and once you're done, you mute yourself, and I'll unmute Teddy. Okay. Got it. Okay. Go ahead, Ben. Okay. So, um, you know, it's amazing the connection. Terry makes with the other side. I never cease to be amazed. And um, she has the ability to bring in incredible information. Sometimes people have feelings, and we're working with two group souls the Elohim group and the Ra group. And both of those group souls have at different times in the history of our planet that name has been used for God, okay? Uh, the Elohim was one of the names for God in the Bible and one of the names for God, uh, the major name, the Mormons use for God. Now, are we talking to the same Elohim? How do you know? I don't. I think, I think whoever we're talking to, and how they describe themselves, and how they describe what they do, uh, would make them eligible to potentially be considered as God. Uh, but they don't want that. They would rather be looked at as our friends 
in higher dimensions. That's what they've said. They don't want to be worshipped. They don't create fear. They want you to, you know, they don't tell you what to do. And if they suggest something, they will always say, just take what resonates and leave the rest. And um, the Ra group is, is not, it's kind of similar. And you probably are familiar with Ra, the sun god, okay? That was in Egypt for thousands of years, the name for God. And in this particular case, I know that that was not the Ra group. It was derivative of the Ra group. Because the Ra group did an intervention where they did all these miraculous things. And when they stopped doing it, the priests started using the word Ra because the population of Egypt was enamored with Ra, with all the miracles that were going on. And so we have part of the Ra group, not the whole group, and part of the Elohim group, not the whole group. And we're only a small group. And, you know, they they are all both bigger, but they have a lot of more responsibilities than to come into our call <laughs> 10 times a week or seven times a week. But they have a representative showing here, okay? At least that is the way that I have come to understand it and, and the best of their ex explanation of it, okay? So I've got my... We only have actually two questions tonight. And for certain people, this Wednesday call has been a gift because they ask questions often. And it's almost like they got a reading from the highest source potential in the universe matrix. Um, and, and, and go deeper and deeper into their issues Another thing the Elohim group has said, that when you ask a question, they move into you, your soul space and they look at the kind of conflicts and things that are going on. That is when you're asking a question about yourself. And then when they retreat, they leave a track that if you choose to follow it, you can make an ongoing connection with them. That's how they describe it, you know? Now, what does it mean to leave a track? Now, I know what they mean because I have that experience. And it's hard to put into words because it's not a, something that is... <laughs> that ever, almost never happens, okay, for people. And um, but when it does happen, it's not like it clobbers over you the head. It um, 
some of you can feel their energy right now on the line because they are on the line. And they're just kind of like a background vibration, if I can explain that. Now, they don't always appear as a background vibration. And when I've given public talks, people see auras and lights in the room. The first time that happened, I saw it. And the next day I asked them, could you explain that? And they said, that was us. We were helping you. Okay, and here's a good question from Don Herman. And Vin. Yeah. Let's, let's first call in the light. Call in the light, right. Okay. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light. to surround and protect Terry and myself and everyone listening on BBS and everyone that listens to a replay. We see ourselves as part of the energy flow coming from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls and we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, and right now, we put out a protective shield repelling anything of the negative. And do we have our sources present? Yes. Yes. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are present. We are on the other side, as you call it. However, we are connecting up with the energy, with the people who are listening, who is to be connected to. Do you have questions? Yes, we do. The first question is from Don Herman, who is our best question and answer of the year. And he always asks esoteric, deep questions. And his question is, 
How does a group of people attempting to improve someone else's health from a remote location best go about it? To um, collect as a group, tune as a group. Tune means to get on the same page. You can tell jokes. You can sing different ways to uh, all get in sync so that you are unified. And then to concentrate upon and focus upon the subject you wish to feel. And you would be able to start picking up essences of the person that you are looking to heal. And you would be able to then clearly focus upon the individual to maybe get some of the things in focus that you wish to heal, for instance, other blockages. Once you get a very clear picture, then send energy, send healing, One yep. is in focus. If one is, one is, if one is in focus, uh, then they will be able to track um, dangers in the person, clarities. Uh, Elimination of energies that are not beneficial. One will get better over time at uh, working with a group and uh, touring with a group and tuning in to the subject. Thank you. Thank you so much. When his phone line drop out. Just hung up. I'm just coming back on right now. When uh, hung up, can you hear me, Hi. Yes, yes. 
You're good. Lynn is going to call Lynn's back calling in. back. Okay, thank you. Lynn's calling back. Thank you so much, Elohim, and please take good care of my dear sister, Terry Brown. <laughs> As we wait for winter to fall back in? Yes. He's lost his line. <laughs> Let us be patient. And as we are here in this moment, that is all send energy to carry love and light to surround her okay. for healing and strengthening. Okay, I'm on VOIP and... Uh, I, I don't see you, Win. I hear you through Terry, her phone. You aren't on, Win. You aren't on, Win. No. He's got VOIP up. It's not showing on the console yet. It didn't show yet. I just sent you a question. We just got a question. About Terry. And who is this? Darmananda. Okay. Healing, I'm sending you healing units. How are you? you? <laughs> Pardon? I'm sending you healing energy. Thank you. I can feel it. Thank you. You're welcome. Ramananda, what is your question? When there, he, he should read it. He, okay, he's not here yet. So. Oh, okay. Dominando wants you to read this question. And we wait for Win to come back online. We're waiting for Wim to come back on the line. We love you, Terry. Thank you. I feel it. Thank you for all your prayers and your help. You sent me and not me before. You want my question, Terry, so you can answer it now? 
Uh, I don't have the question. I, I can tell you now. Yes. Can I tell you now? Yes. Can you, okay, Elohim, can you tell us why Terry is so weak and can you heal her now? Thank you. Terry has uh, certain components. She, she's going through some major shifts right now. And those shifts I, I, um, Okay, Vinny. Go ahead, Terry. I'm back here. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry, I couldn't. There you go. Oh, so when go ahead now. She was uh, answering a question that Dharmananda had, which is, um, what is going on with Terry? Why is she so sick? So, and the Elohim is answering. So I'm going to open up uh, Terry's phone line. Go ahead, Terry. There are some major, there are some major shifts going on uh, in her um, in her full complex some very major major shifts um, very unusual major shifts uh, it concerns a past life um she 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 um she had a very unusual past life um where she got really angry uh because uh the uh Anunnaki, uh knew uh set off and had a bomb five atom bombs or seven on Sumer. And she got very angry and uh, showed up her own self in the middle of the bomb blast demanding to know where all the people went. And uh, this is um, what she is working to um, discover. Where did all the people go? And uh, what can be done about it? And where do we go from here? It's a very unusual circumstance that... We do not know of anyone else in the universe that has experienced. Um, so it is a very um, well getting uh, all of the aspects of this together. And uh, sorting it out is very unusual. 
it will make a very big story at some point that the story no one else has ever told. Will she be okay? So, <laughs> yes. Sure. Thank you. Uh, All right. I'm back here. And uh, is Terry muted? Yes. Okay, yeah. I have a question here from... And please, don't anybody else um, come in and ask a question, or we'll go on lecture, because it sets a precedent. And as you can tell, Terry is extremely sensitive. And when you ask a question, she goes to where you ask and has to experience it. And uh, if you ask a question, and some people do, and I tend to be a protective agent when I'm on. And even if we go there a little bit, I keep uh, uh, the protective energy on the negative stuff. But Terry is not good at it. And then she starts processing it. And even with me, it's happened where she processed it. She's a very unusual being, and uh, you can't just um, satisfy your curiosity uh, and ask her questions, okay, without potentially endangering her. And this is from Paul Anderson in Anderson, California. And, Paul, I can't help but ask myself, is one of your relatives a former founder of that city, since you have the same name? And his question is, just email and tell me, I have a fear of public speaking. Can you explain why and what can I do to get past this? Now, I want to make some comments on that, okay? Because I understand that a lot of maybe the same answer um, to my own experience. And it is, you know, everything you do, you are creating a wave in the universe. And if you're talking to one person and you create a wave you can, that you don't like, you cannot talk to that person again, and it can still impact you, but it, it clears. When you're talking to multiple people, you're creating a wave that sticks, and, and it's like you have to, it's not easy to clear it, okay? And, I mean, it's fine if, if you did a beautiful job, but it's not fine if you stumbled and you created a wave that went through a hundred people and that's their memory of you. You know, it works that people, we remember each other. By the last 
time we made an impact. In other words, even on a one-on-one basis, whatever you do, if you create a good impact, that's the way the person will remember you. And if you don't create a good impact, that's the way the person will remember you. Well, if you don't create an impact on 100 people, that's uh, 100 people holding the energy. And you have to be somewhat courageous to learn how to get through that. Now, that may not apply to you, but I know that works for a lot of people. And I, I know I read somewhere that the fear of public speaking, more people have the fear of public speaking than the fear of death, okay? So public speaking is like creating a duplicating impression that if, if you screw it up, you screwed it up and you have all those people holding that impression of you. Um, until the next time they connect with you or see you speak and you pull it off, okay? And uh, I'll turn it over to our sources through Terry and see see what they want to add to that. Thank you. Uh, Um, As we look earlier, we see that there uh, is a fear of uh, something that has happened before, where uh, speaking before a group of people was interrupted and uh, was did not come off successfully. And there's uh, hope that uh, this won't happen again. And but. Uh, a desire to uh, waylay the possibility of it happening. If you uh, take your fear in hand and do some public speaking, it will reveal more about your fear. And each time you succeed in speaking before a group and overcoming that fear, you will learn more about it, and it will become easier. Thank you. And I just make the comment uh, for myself. You know, as you notice, I talk, and I'm never talking. Well, I just, I have learned to integrate the idea that I'm only talking to myself, that you all are me, and I am you. And so when I talk, as long as I have that attitude, then I'm not afraid. And I usually, even if I don't say things perfectly, I recover quickly. So if you... It's probably taking me lifetimes to be able to do that, but that's one of the ways that I deal with it, okay? And um, and we answered Dharmananda's question, 
And we have a question from Pauline in Flushing, New York, who used to came to our calls. And then I think she decided she didn't like us. And, uh, but in any case, I'll ask her a question. Should we not be concerned? Okay. Do we have a case? Do we have a case from South Pauline? Yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. Uh, somehow, somehow, I have her name here, and I was copying her question, but I don't have her question, I don't think so. Let me go back and I'll... I'll find it real fast. Here we go. Okay, here's our question. Well, it's a little confusing here. She says her first word is or. And or do you need someone like Wynn to be the person to ground the energy? Usually, when on Sunday, healing requests. Does healing go directly to healing requests made for for the person who attends the conference calls as the go-between? Pauline. Now, I'll make a comment on that, what I think, okay? Um, the Elohim has to pick up the frequency of the person who is making a request. It goes directly to the person who the request is about. Yeah. But if someone has no connection to the person, and they put a healing request in. Can you find that person? Even with no energetic connection. But through their writing, the way if they did a healing request for themselves, okay? But I mean, let's suppose I read in the newspaper that somebody in Shanghai, China, broke their leg. And that's my only connection to the person. Could I put a healing request in to a person in Shanghai, China, who broke their leg by no knowing their name? Could you find them? And um, there have been cases where um, people have put in a healing request uh, for somebody, uh, let's say their name was Sarah, and um, and the, uh, we, the Elohim, we, we take a look, and we see that there's six Sarahs, and uh, that, that fit the bill. And that is one of the more uh, harder, difficult things. To address. 
Thank you. Um, I have a question here from I see another question from you, Pauline, but I'm going to skip it. Um, and I have a question from Jyoti. And we are delighted. Uh, we are delighted at Pauline's question. Thank you. And um, Jyoti has an issue with beings that are interfering with her, either attachments or AI or something. And she asked a question about it And in the past, and one of the comments was that she has a portal that is open in her inner being and... Uh, and then I believe it was indicated it was something she did in a past life that opened herself up. And the question is, what is my inner being and have I successfully closed the portal? And was this opened in a past life? And it was opened in a past life. It, but we uh, advise caution because when you are working in the inner planes, you are opening up to other beings in the inner planes who do not have the same consciousness uh, as you do, they uh, it's okay for them to take over and to uh, express havoc upon you um, in various ways that they see appropriate. So when you work in the inner planes. You need to take precaution that uh, any disruptive energies can, um, don't just step in and feel like they can own you. You know, sometimes people want attention. And they want phenomena, and they reach for it. Like, for example, some people will look at me and say, "Oh, when is so lucky because Terry channels, and all these people pay him attention." And uh, if I was doing it for that reason, if Terry was, we would pull in a negative entity because it's not the right reason to do it. I mean, it's the right reason if that's your reason. But what happens is uh, it comes back and you have now a, a negative attachment that has 
embedded itself. Now, I don't know if that's true for Pauline, but... Yeah, talking about Pauline. Not Pauline, not Pauline, Jody. Yeah. And uh, since she didn't ask it, I'm not going to ask that question. But it might be a good question in the future to understand. And and uh, if I, I'll ask the question. If somebody had done something like that and got a negative attachment in that way, would doing a lot of positive service help clear it? Not necessarily. It can help alleviate karma, but uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to get to the heart of the issue and clear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we give you, shall we give you an example? Yeah. All right. Um, there was a girl with an attachment, and it was destroying her life. And all she wanted to do was clear it, and it wouldn't clear. So the girl was talking on the phone with Terry. And Terry saw the attachment and began speaking double speak, speaking to the girl and speaking to the attachment at the same time and indicating that the attachment would be much happier if they would simply let go and find their own way. And the attachment got the message and left. And the girl's life totally changed. She was no longer interested in talking about the negativity in her chest. And she was able to move forward in her business. And uh, she set up a wonderful business and not be bothered by that uh, negative energy in her chest anymore because it was gone. Okay. Well, that's it for our questions tonight. And we're going to move into our second hour. And thank you for staying with us. In fact, you did, because this was a hard call to do. And I actually think it was good for Terry to do it, because I think her energy shifted a little bit while she was doing it. And uh, I hope so. Because this afternoon, she had no energy. She could barely stay conscious, okay? And um, and I said, we can't do a call tonight. But when we did it, energy came in. So I hope I'm correct in that. And um, all planet healing is a call 
It's got five parts to it. Mm-hmm. Five people doing it, okay? And um, it's a scanning of our planet and all the negative potentials, which are quite a few, and um, putting energy in to shift those potentials to have more positive outcomes. And we work with our sources when we do this. And sometimes we've had, we have miracles. People on our call have had miracles. We don't promise anything. And I don't know what I'm doing except that I've learned to trust them and, uh, and know that they actually can shift energies and energy patterns when everything is correct in the right lineup. And that's why we do it. So stay on BBS radio. We, it's on a conference line. If you're interested in all our conference line numbers, you can go to a webpage, thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net. And it has thousands of our calls on it, of our conversations with our sources. And uh, usually, on our Sunday calls in particular, I pick a topic, and then I ask questions around that topic. And I have, like, brought through solutions to some of the hugest mysteries of the universe. And I have a lot of indication that they were the correct answers, but everyone has to decide themselves. But nonetheless, it also has the phone numbers. We do 10 calls a week. And on that note, thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with us today. And and Patty, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Unmuted. Welcome to the whole thing. All right, you're on BBS Radio. Hi, Roger and BBS. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. That's not Roger. He said Roger from BBS, so I thought that's what he said. Well, anyway, BBS, we're glad to have you with us. Yes, we are. I don't, it's either Doug or Don. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hello, Antonio and all. You sound in the background, Antonio. Hi, Zimbabwe. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. How's that better? Hello, hi. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. So. Don't sound a little bit. In the background, Antonio. Yeah, I couldn't get on VOIP, so I'm using my tablet. Can you get a little closer to it? Uh, If I do, then I'll be eating it. (laughs) So don't eat it. (laughs) Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. Is that better? Yes. Yes, 
at the end. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. I don't know where the mic hole's at. Mike, Michael, where are you? <laughs> it's very tiny. It's hearing, it's hearing you loud right. and clear. So. Hi, Jerry. Oh, good. I don't think that was Terry. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Ken from Mississauga. Calling back. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Oh, I might have. I might. I'll let you guys know there might be a miracle from uh, Sunday. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm talking to my friend, but uh, right. he, he, he had some heart issues and he said everything went away. I'll, I'll, I'll find out more. Like he, he, he can't Welcome talk to on the phone in the hospital. Would you like to say your name and location? Roger and Austin. Okay, Hi, Roger. Roger. Hi, Roger. All right. So Jackie's here, so is Bobby, and, and Jennifer here? Yes. Yes, right. everybody oh, yes. is here. Wynn is not here. All right, let's, not yet, but let's get going, okay? Muted. Jackie. Hello, hi. Hello, honey. So, Wynn might come in here shortly. He might not. Today it is, you know the date. I don't have to tell you. Here we go. The recording has started. Hello, everyone. Today is Wednesday, May 25 of 2022. I'm Jackie from Julian, California. Welcome to the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call. And uh, we really appreciate Monday and Wednesday because we get to share this call with our BBS radio listeners, and we thank you so much for joining us tonight. And if you were on the last hour's call, um, I'm going to just recap the first question we had, which was a fantastic question because it dealt directly with what we do on the whole planet healing call. Um, Don asked the question about how to best heal from a remote location. So remote healing. And that's exactly what we do on this call. And the Elohim answered that question by talking about how um, at the beginning of our call, when we gather together as a group, we're not only forming a group energy, but the bantering we do creates a bonding if we tell jokes, sing, talk. We're raising our vibration and that higher uh, vibration that our group can hold actually adds to the strength of our healing ability. And then we also, when we're thinking of the people we want to heal or the places, the situations, we tap into the essence of those people or those situations, and then we create a focus, and that is how we can successfully accomplish our goals. Now, um, the other thing I might mention is that if you consider quantum entanglement, that's the same thing as the law of one, where everything is connected. So in actuality, there is no remote healing. We are connected. And so when we think, 
and focus on a goal, um, it is taking place. So thank you for that question, Don. And thank you for, to everyone for joining us tonight. And as you know, tonight and every evening, the whole Planet Healing Call involves a collaboration of all of you who have joined us and our sources. So let's get to work because we have a lot of important things to deal with and some important people to send healing energy to. So let's officially begin this call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in, the, in attendance, including those on BBS radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted to the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our soul. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, Winfrey and Terry Brown are on this call tonight. Now, I don't know if Terry will feel like speaking, but let's see what's on Win's mind. Win, are you available? I am here, and I just wanted to say afterwards, Terry felt, she felt more clear, and after that call we just did, and I remember one time when I used to perform, there was one night that I had a terrible flu or something was wrong with me, and I almost didn't perform, and I went up on stage, and I, the energy hit me, and it was a very short while that I felt good. And it's amazing how quickly, if you change your energy, things can shift. Um, and I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised the Elohim answered Dharmananda's question, because that's something we never talked about. And I don't know if it's a good idea to talk about it, but it's... Terry got caught in a mess, and uh, 
you know how the raw group talked to, has talked about how they have processed people in a nuclear blast and in and when uh when um Maldek exploded, there were billions of people, and they had been working on they became a tangled mass of fear. That's what happens in a nuclear blast. Souls get tangled up. And um, the Ra group took it upon themselves to untangle these these beings. And Terry took it upon herself to untangle a bunch of beings in a nuclear blast where she had been friends with them. And, you know, she is the most loving person. Uh, she she really um, helps the underdog. And I can say, because I've related to being an underdog for periods of my life, and, and she was there, you know, um, being very selfless in the way she related to me. And um, she's selfless in her her uh, connection with all of you and on these calls, and really cares about people and thinks about them after the calls and and prays for people. I've watched her do this, and we are very blessed to have her, and uh, and we want to keep her in a body, and. I turn it over to Terry. I think she's there. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's when I first came in uh, to the third density, I wanted to find out how things worked and how people got screwed up. And uh, the universe certainly did present it to me. And now I'm working through it. <laughs> And back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Terry and Wynn. And uh, Terry, who just spoke to us, (laughs) she's so dear to us. And she is responsible for 20 years worth of (laughs) channeled messages that you can find archived on the spiritchannel.net. And yes, there are thousands of channeled messages there and it covers a vast array of subject matter and the advice is timeless and stellar so I encourage everyone to go over there now you can't get them all read or listened to at once so we are so fortunate that on this call every single night we have Bonnie from Corona California who comes on next And she's familiar with the channeled messages that are archived on the Spirit Channel. And we have the benefit of hearing one of these messages or something from a compatible resource read for us every evening. So what do we have tonight, Bonnie? Hi, thank you. And I just want to say thank you, Terry, for coming through for us. And we appreciate you so much. And we are going to read uh, from a call that took place on February 2nd, 2011. 
And this was a Wednesday night call full of very interesting questions and answers. And after Wynn called in the light, then he is asking the questions that people have submitted. And the question that someone has submitted uh, here is they're asking um, that you said, and I think that they're speaking about raw on, you said that raw were the gods of our past, especially in Egypt. And what did you look like at the time? Why were you taken for gods? And how did you encourage the natives to believe so? And Ra on through Terry then brings forth this really interesting answer. This is Ra on through Terry. This is Ra on. And we bring forth an individual who was there at that time. He speaks now. I am from the Raw group, and I was there at that time. I manifested in the physical by condensing and manifesting my energies into body form. It was a heavy feeling, but a good connection feeling to manifest my energies and to walk around among the people. The manifesting of the energies was startling to some people. And there was more than one of us that manifested our energies. We commanded a lot of attention. We had blonde hair and blue eyes and light skin. And we were more apparent in the area of the head and the heart and the chest than in other areas. We were somewhat less dense than others, and so we were seen, to some degree, more like mists that have come together in a solid. We were proud at our appearance and the attention that we commanded as we looked different than other individuals. We offered our assistance, and others met with us, and priests met with us, and we shared our secrets of manifestation, and they wrote them down, and they made secret societies at that time, and took this knowledge as they felt to guard the knowledge (laughs) and felt that the common man would not be able to deal with the knowledge. They would write it down and study it. And they would then become the holders and conveyors of this information. 
we were very happy to share our secrets with these individuals. And we see that it did not work as the individuals took the information for themselves and did not properly share it with society as we who are more, you might say, caring and loving, we did not see the possibility that they would not share it and that they would greedily keep it for themselves and they would become the self-generators of the knowledge as if they were very important for having the knowledge and they made themselves important by being superior to others and holding it above the others. And this is not what we intended. Therefore, part of us stays here to undo the wrongs that we have started and misjudged the keepers of the knowledge. That is our answer. And when asked, when you were manifesting, were you able to go back and forth? Was it a kind of energy body? Once you manifested it, did you have to stay in this realm and have to eat and sleep? Ra'an, no, we could go back and forth. We learned to manifest the body and to appear, but yet to de-manifest. And then we could go back to our place with, as John Sanborn would say, the sky people, our place within the raw group. We then could meet, and the ones that had manifested within the Egypt third density could meet and be debriefed by the keepers of the light, and we could then be instructed on how the next intersection with the realm could take place and could progress And so we went back and forth. Pretty interesting. And I'm sure that must have been very surprising at that time. I'll turn it back to you, Jackie. Thank you. You know, Jackie, I want to make one comment, you know. Yes, go for it. That incident was 10,000 years ago. And um, we explored it deeply in some later channelings, which I don't think have been transcribed yet. But in the raw material of Carla Rucker, the raw group talked about that. And 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 they said they, they were doing all these miracles of healing and they built the pyramids by some sort of... Uh, I sometimes use the word levitation, but it was more like creating rockness. And uh, <laughs> this was 10,000 BC. And um, that the, after they were there because they had someone they connected with, which was an early lifetime of Edgar Casey, And that... Um, when and his name was Rata, and Edgar Casey talked about this, um, described his life as Rata, 
but never talked about a group soul or, or manifesting bodies uh, that people could see. And But through Carla Rucker, they said the work that they did was so, um, uh, what's the word, profoundly impacting people that the priesthood, who were kind of negative and were, were controlling, were a little bit jealous. And that after Rata died, and they didn't come back anymore, the priesthood started using the name Ra, because that name became enamored by the people. And they thought that the same group that was walking around with these light bodies as they could see was the Ra that the priests were communicating with. And so for thousands of years, Egypt was under a fake Ra. And they tried, to, the Ra group attempted to shift this during the time of Akhenaten because Akhenaten outlawed the priesthood and said there was only one God and um, his wife was Nefertiti. And, and for 20 years, he was working diligently to shift the paradigm off of the fake Ra to the real Ra in one way or another. And um, then his own army turned on him. He built his own city and took his followers to that city. His army turned on him, on the city and destroyed it. And there's a mystery of what happened to Akhenaten, but it's it's amazing how all the puzzle pieces fit together. And that's all. Thank you so much, Wynn, and also Bonnie. That was a great uh, choice you made tonight. And uh, I love this historical stuff because it really explains a lot about how we got to where we are today in the world. But we need to move on to our next portion of our call, where we join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, and she researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And this is because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events. They've also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. So let's join Jennifer as she guides us over the Earth's surface to each area of activity and let's gather our group energy and focus that calming energy to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. Tonight, as we begin, um, I do want to invite the spirit of Mother Earth to journey with us, as well as our sources that have been with us all evening. And the first place we're going to go is the Big Island of Hawaii, and it, actually, we had a pretty good day there today. It was rather calm. The largest activity was on Mauna Loa, and it was 2.3, so that's pretty low. And we did have a little bit of, um, a little bit of activity 
at Pahala kind of um, calmed down there a little bit. There were only five little earthquakes. And then over at Kilauea, we did have a 2.3. And then there was one out in the sea. It would be to the east of the island. But these are all relatively rumbles. So we had a calm day there. And let us take a moment of our time and just send additional calm down. And especially to what we can't see, there's a hot spot um, underneath Kilauea and the fractures and the undersea volcanoes, of which there are many untold (laughs) amounts. And let us just send that calming down that tomorrow would be the same as today. And then we're going to move south down to the New Zealand area. Now, New Zealand proper just had extremely low levels today, nothing to worry about. We move along the Kermadec Trench, and we had a 5.0 at Tonga. And then we're going to turn westward and head all the way over to Indonesia, where we just had some minor fours today. 4.3 was the largest I found. And then we're going to turn now towards the the north, and we're on the western side of the Ring of Fire. We come up to Taiwan. We had a 4.2. Move a little bit further north to Japan. We also had a 4.2. And there was nothing in the Kuril Trench today or Kamchatka, the area of Russia there. We're going to move across the Aleutian Trench, where the largest we had was a 3.7 and then 2.9 on the mainland. So that was actually quite a calm day for Alaska. And then moving down to Canada, nothing reported as usual, but we still send them calm because we know they've got to be rumbling, just like our West Coast. And then we moved down into Washington, and we didn't have a lot of seismic going on there. Everything was under two, but we do have Mount Rainier and Mount St. Helens both rumbling today before they were going back and forth. But today they were both making themselves known. So we want to send calm to those volcanoes. Moving down into Oregon, we did have one little little 2.7 that was around Newburgh. And then that was all for Oregon. Moving down into California, not a lot going on really. Um, The geysers, always rumbling. San Andreas, it was relatively calm today. The largest was 2.6 in California. And then down to Southern Cal, where we just had assorted low levels. And then on the eastern side of the state, the Long Valley Caldera (laughs) has picked up again. Um, We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven little earthquakes there today. And then south of that area is Ridgecrest. And we had um, just basically low-level twos. Just take a moment and send the entire region all of our West Coast calming. And before we leave the U.S., I do want to mention uh, we had a 3.0 Idaho. And then West Yellowstone had a couple of little earthquakes here and there. It's always in the western area there. So we want to send them calming. And then also West Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We had 2.1 of Pontiac today, Arkansas. Now we're going to move down into Mexico. We did have a 5.5, continuing southward to
to Nicaragua, we had a 5.0. A little bit further south to Costa Rica, we had a 4.5. And then quickly on the other side of this plate, the Caribbean plate, um, we did have a 4.1 in Haiti and several other threes and twos. And then we're going to move south into South America. We did have a 4.3 in Peru, a 4.6 in Chile, and a 4.5 in Bolivia. And that was the extent of South America's activity. We're going to come up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, and we're going to head for uh, Europe, of which was very low level. But at the Strait of Gibraltar, we have some rumbling going on there, 3.2, and then just east of this area, we had two in Algeria, 3.7, and the other one was less. So that is on the same fault line that runs from the Azores all the way through uh, the Mediterranean. And then we're going to skip over basically Europe because everything was low, but um, 4.6 in uh, the sea just south of Greece. And then moving eastward still, we had a 4.0 in northern Iran. And then south of India in the sea, it's the South Indian Ocean. We had a 5.2. And this takes us back really to the Indonesian region. So I want to say thank you to everybody for participating. And I'll send you guys back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, um, Wynn is going to take us on his guided visualization in just a few moments where he will direct our attention to many of the other issues that need our focus. But right now, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you are listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I would like to thank you all for your contributions and your service tonight. And I would like to begin putting things into the light by um, asking us all to, of course, send our love and energetic assistance to Terry Brown, giving her extra strength. And also, in case her cell phone is temperamental tonight, I'd like to send love, light, and healing to Kathleen Garvey in Bloomfield, Vermont. And I'd like us all to focus and see her, see her essence with... um, full restoration of her health. Thank you. Unmuted. Comment San Jose, support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell, and for the movie 2000 Mules. Thank you. Anyone else before Jennifer goes to the healing list? <laughs> That'll be good because we're running out of time. Thank you all very much, <laughs> and Jennifer. Let's go yeah, to okay. you, Anne. 
Thank you, hi. I would like to put every person on this call, including our BBS listeners, onto our healing list. <clears throat> Whatever issues you have, um, you can express them to the Elohim. And if they can, they will help you. I would also like to make mention um, of the following people, Cecil and Betty, who really need our love light energies. Their daughter, Jill, who's having some health issues. Lauren in Washington. Joe T. in Washington. Tom in San Jose. Jackie, our dear Jackie, our moderator. Jackie and Julian, who really needs our loving love light energies. Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr. and Abby in California. Maxalina in California. And Morning Sky in Oregon. And Kathleen, our dear friend in Vermont. I want to put her in the light for her healing of her head injury. It was really quite miraculous. And I would also like to put Winnie and Terry in the light. Terry especially needs an extra little bump of healing to get her over her little illness. And I also want to put Lynn in the love light to continue this work. It is quite important. And I want to say thank you to the Elohim for blessings granted. Thank you. Thank you. Muted. This is Wynn, and um, we are going into our visualization in just a moment, and I wanted to mention that we were talking about that raw intervention in Egypt 10,000 years ago, and how they... Uh, uh, we learned through our sessions that for thousands of years, Egypt was under the influence of a negative Ra. And that then they were talking to Akhenaten. And although Akhenaten did not... Um, was, was after 20 years, he was all, Egypt went back to the way it was. But he did do one thing, and he sent his enlightened people, his most enlightened people, to live in the caves in Egypt, who supposedly became the Essenes that was the group who was going to work with Jesus when he came in and help uh, orient him to his mission as Jesus. And, you know, Jesus manifested the law of one in all of his teachings. And he did not intend to be a messiah according to our questions. And he was recognized as a Messiah by a portion of the Jews who in their belief system 
were waiting for a Messiah and decided Jesus was it. But he was supposed to uplift the vibration of the planet and introduce the Christ consciousness energy, which, according to our sources, was a six-dimensional matrix that when people connected with it could bypass the lower levels and connect with unconditional love. And then, of course, even Jesus, after he was gone, his work became corrupted in a similar way to the way the Rod Group's intervention in Egypt became corrupted. And uh, according to Terry Friedman, who was coming to our calls, who was a reincarnation of Matthew, and we've told that story many times, and I'm convinced that he was, said that Jesus told his disciples, don't start a religion when I'm gone. Um minister to the people two by two, walking through the cities. And of course, that didn't happen. A religion was started, and although within religion, there is the essence of the Christ teachings, which were, to my experience, pretty accurate. Um, There was also a lot of control pattern overlays that um, made religion not as effective as it might have been. In any case, that's a whole long story, but it's, it's fascinating. And it all fits together. And there's multiple sources from which I got this information including my own sources, and uh, I think it's accurate. And I mean, when I asked our sources, when Jesus said, Father, who was answering him? They said, as you would understand it, it would have been the raw group. And that um, we have the Christ consciousness on our calls, which is why there is such a loving energy amongst the people on it that that stick with it. You have to stick with it for a little bit because uh, it's so far out and it's contrary to a lot of traditional belief patterns, which doesn't make it any easier for me, but it is what it is. And we're going to start off with projecting or having a group consciousness a group energy of all the people on this call and whoever, however many Elohim souls and Ra souls are joining us to create this energy so it's our intentions have a lot more weight. We surround our planet with this group energy and we're going to project the love light energy and and the Christ energy 
to the surface of our planet and ask to uplift every area where it can be received. And we go through some specifics here, starting out with the humans of our planet who are primarily service to others and have tapped in even slightly to the law of one. When you grasp the law of one, not as an idea, but as an experience, you start to experience other people as aspects of yourself and you have compassion. And we go to the children of our planet who are sensitive to these energies, but are, uh, children and young people who are still gaining wisdom. And it takes wisdom and discernment to, able, to be able to apply yourself to make a difference. We go to the animals of our planet and particularly the the pets who help keep their owners' chakras open, their hearts open. We send this energy to all of those relationships. We go to the plants, the tree life, the bushes, the grass, who pick up the love light energy from the higher realms and transmit it through their leaves, their branches, their stalks, and their roots into the earth. And we go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals, which can very stably hold the energies from the higher realms. And if you've ever looked at a mountain and had that breathless feeling, you probably were feeling the energy of the mountain. We go to the insects and the insects that are part of the cycle of nature, like the bees, and ask for the support of these species so they can endure and keep doing what they do. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. And now we go through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And the earth is alive. The earth has feelings. The earth has a huge energy field which penetrates the entire interior as well as through the surface. And all life on our planet is contained within this energy field. And the Earth has to process a lot of things and can suffer. So we're going to send healing to the Earth. And appreciation and gratitude for giving us this opportunity to have these physical bodies on her planet. We go to 
the energy waves that travel through the earth that terminate in potential earthquakes and potential volcanoes. We send the energy of calm. We go back to the surface of the earth and we do some more work on potential earthquakes and volcanoes that could occur in the future. And this is different from what Jennifer did, who was talking about the events of the last 24 hours. In this three major earthquake zones, the Ring of Fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, and we're going to send a huge column of light that covers all of the potential earthquakes and volcanoes in the Ring of Fire, including vulnerable islands. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we're going to send a column of light down to that area, hundreds of miles in diameter, bringing calm energy. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic Fault Line, which stretches from the North Pole to South America, the tip of South America. We put a column of light along thousands of miles of the mid-Atlantic fault line, penetrating through the water into the ground underneath the water and bringing calm energy to any potential seismic events and volcanoes in that area. We go to all the other possible earthquakes and volcanoes and ask our sources to help locate them and to bring calm energy to everyone. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the Earth is releasing stress can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet, starting with the coronavirus, its mutations, and any contagious pathogens, and ask that they all be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and we ask that they can be strengthened. We go to the toxins and pathogens in vaccines and ask that they can be transmuted. We go to all of the negative the agendas being done by what sometimes are called the negative elite the cabal, which are not 
uh, tuned into the law of one, which have to do with destroying populations, creating problems, and we ask for the positive energies to create obstructions to their plans for the highest good of all concerned. We go to the humans on the planet and ask that humans become more aware of the agendas of the negative, which are fairly well publicized in alternative news, but not on mainstream news. And we ask that the people of the planet can become more aware of the intelligence and consciousness in higher realms that has the ability to help us. But because they honor free will, we have to ask them for their help, which is why we do this call. We go to the people who suffer and we ask for the Christ consciousness to descend on each one, giving them an opportunity to have a handhold to pull themselves above their suffering. We go to the droughts on our planet and we ask for rain. We go to the governments of our planet and ask for qualities of leadership that can make people feel safe and protected. And if not in the governments of today, in the governments of tomorrow. We go to qualities of government, like benevolence, compassion, integrity, and ethics. Qualities of leadership, like courage, and we go to those countries that are adversarial with each other and ask for peaceful resolution without violence. Take a moment to send this light to the countries of Ukraine and Russia that are presently involved in a violent war. And we hope and ask that this energy can come in and create peace peaceful resolution. We go to interventions and we ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off and that all toxic materials 
can be transmuted. Anything in food, air, water, or venison. And finally, we bring this energy to ourselves. We see it moving through the universe and landing on our own personal rooftop where we can invite it into our home and spread through every cubic foot of our home, lifting the vibration and making our home a sacred place. We invite this energy to move through our bodies and open up our chakras and experience the love of the higher rungs while we're still in the body. And we remind you all that you're each an aspect of the one infinite creator, temporarily trapped and experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth. And on that note, we're going to end the verbal part of our call. If you want more information about our work, please go to thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net, where we have thousands of our sessions. And just listen to some of them and see if it resonates with you, don't believe it, but just check it out with curiosity. And I thank everybody here. I thank everybody who's listening on BBS. I thank all the people volunteering to make Hope Planet Healing possible every night, seven nights a week. But it's not on BBS seven nights, only on Monday and Wednesdays. And, um, and, of course, sending all kinds of gratitude and prayers to Terry for getting better. And on that note, we will see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.